0: Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It is Tuesday, October 13th. I'm Wayne Pratt. State Auditor Nicole Galloway is trying to unseat Missouri Governor Mike Parson and bring the office into the Democratic fold.
1: And the future of health care uh, is on the ballot here in Missouri and nationally. And I, I think Governor Parson has failed the test of leadership on both of these issues. And voters are clearly signaling they're ready for a change.
0: In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports on Galloway's strategy in the November 3rd governor's race. Medical cannabis in Missouri is closer to hitting dispensary shelves. St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll reports.
1: The first testing facility is now testing marijuana to ensure safety before it hits dispensary shelves, which is expected in a couple weeks. John Curtis is with Belief, a medical cannabis company in the St. Louis area. He says this first round of testing is basically a trial run to ensure equipment is in working order. But once this is out of the way, testing will move much quicker.
2: Once they're really up and running and and all of their calibration is complete, it should be a five day turnaround. So if we drop a sample off on Monday, we hope to hear back by Friday if it can be put on the shelves for sale.
1: Curtis says they'll only be selling cannabis at their own belief dispensaries for now, but later they'll sell it to other dispensaries throughout the state. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: A global pharmaceutical company with its U.S. headquarters in St. Louis has filed for bankruptcy. The filing by Mallinckrodt comes after years of lawsuits alleging it shared blame for the opioid epidemic. Andrew Paulus is a professor at Case Western Reserve University who specializes in opioid litigation he says the specter of never-ending lawsuits has been scaring investors away from the company.
1: There's a decent
2: argument to be made that the best way to try to put finality on all of this is to pay a huge chunk voluntarily and, you know, lose your credit rating and reorganize.
0: Mallinckrodt executives say the company will place $1.6 billion into a trust to pay plaintiffs. Missouri University of Science and Technology is receiving a $300 million donation from one of its graduates. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports it's believed to be the biggest single gift ever to a public school in Missouri.
1: St. Louis engineer and entrepreneur Fred Kummer and his wife June are making the donation to fund a variety of programs, faculty positions, scholarships, and research projects. Missouri S&T Chancellor Mo Degani says the effects of the gift will be felt across campus, including outside of science and engineering.
2: You know, uh, social sciences, economics, history, uh, industrial psychology are uh, all the areas that are relevant to the uh, critical challenges that the nation faces today.
1: Some of the donation will be used to create research centers that will collaborate with private companies with a projected economic impact of $250 million in its first five years. In Ralla, I'm Jonathan Hall,
0: St. Louis Public Radio. The singer known as the St. Louis Diva has died.
2: My sherry, oh my,
0: That's Kim Massey during a live performance a few years ago in the community room of St. Louis Public Radio at UMSOL at Grand Center. Massey died yesterday. During a 2013 interview for the Arch City Radio Hour, Massey talked about her approach to performing in front of a live crowd. I don't care if I'm playing for free or if I'm playing for a million bucks. I'm going to give you the same show because... That could very well be my last show, and you're only
2: as good as your last performance.
0: Massey became a St. Louis music legend. She spent two decades performing at venues throughout the region, including a weekly show at The Beal on Broadway. State Auditor Nicole Galloway is trying to bring Missouri's governorship back into the Democratic fold. It's a daunting task since many of the show-me state's rural and suburban counties gravitate toward the Republican Party. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports, Galloway believes the issues and national momentum are on her side.
1: I'm State Auditor Nicole Galloway, and I'm running for governor.
2: When Nicole Galloway walked up to a podium at a St. Louis union hall last year, she for the first time was making the public case why she should become Missouri's governor. In front of hundreds of enthusiastic Democrats, Galloway promised to take the fight to Republican Governor Mike Parson.
1: I'm offering a new way, a new way that doesn't settle for being ranked at the bottom of what it seems like every major national ranking. A new way that says we can have affordable health care in every part of our state.
2: Flash forward to 2020 and things are a lot different in Missouri politics. The COVID-19 pandemic prevented politicians like Galloway from speaking to large groups like the one in August 2019. And for Galloway, a race that many saw as a reach a year ago is now arguably the most competitive gubernatorial contest in the nation.
1: We're in the worst public health crisis in a century, and the future of health care uh, is on the ballot here in Missouri and nationally. And I, I think Governor Parson has failed the test of leadership on both of these issues, and voters are clearly signaling they're ready for a change.
2: Galloway's emergence as a statewide official is a relatively recent development for the Fenton native. She's a certified public accountant who used to work in the insurance industry. She became Boone County treasurer in 2011, and after State Auditor Tom Schweik died in 2015, then-Governor Jay Nixon tapped Galloway to essentially serve his entire four-year term.
1: I'm responsible for auditing all levels of government, but much of what I focused on is local government. I think it brings a great perspective on what an audit can do, because we know that Local government is the level of government that is closest to the people that people interact with most often and so I I bring a great perspective on that.
2: Since announcing her gubernatorial bid in 2019, Galloway has presented herself as a check of sorts on the GOP-dominated legislature. She strongly criticized a bid to ban most abortions after eight weeks of pregnancy and she also chastised Parson for how thousands of children lost their Medicaid coverage. With the advent of the COVID-19 pandemic, Galloway is advocating for the state to provide more definitive guidance for schools to resume in-person learning. She also wants to adopt a statewide mask mandate.
1: And I think, again, clearly demonstrating and showing and communicating that masks are a ticket to freedom is important, um, that it is a science-backed, data-driven approach to containing the spread of the virus so we don't have to shut down again."
2: Many political prognosticators had doubts that Galloway could prevail in a state that Donald Trump nearly won by 19 points in 2016. But Galloway's campaign has been able to attract much more individual donations than the governor and receive crucial backing from the Democratic Governors Association. State Representative Lakeisha Bosley also says Galloway could benefit from a better performance at the top of the ticket from Joe Biden and Kamala Harris.
1: So I think that this gives a lot of momentum to the Democratic Party, but I also want to tell the Democrats, you know, this is not a time to just get lazy. This is a time to amp up the value more.
2: Democrats may be wise to heed Bosley's advice. Republicans have unleashed an expensive ad blitz attacking Galloway. And Parson may have a demographic advantage since his party is dominant in rural Missouri and becoming more entrenched in traditionally Democratic places like Buchanan and Jefferson counties. GOP State Representative Mary Elizabeth Coleman of Arnold says Parson has had to make tough decisions during unprecedented times, while Galloway has only had to throw stones.
1: Governor Parson has all the resources he's going to need to be able to have a full campaign. I think that he's making a lot of good decisions about addressing things that Nicole has, for better or for worse, not had to weigh in on.
2: For Galloway to win, she'll not only have to run up the score in places like St. Louis County and Kansas City, but also regain lost ground in rural and exurban Missouri. Galloway says she's up to the task.
1: Look, when I launched this campaign for governor more than a year ago, I never could have imagined where we would be today. The health crisis and the economic crisis that we're facing. But I knew then that Missouri's families needed to change, and I am even more certain of it now.
2: Galloway and the rest of the state will find out on November 3rd whether voters make that switch in the governor's office. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. We are ending today's show with more from Kim Massey's 2013 performance at St. Louis Public Radio for the Arch City Radio Hour. Oh, oh, and then the spell. It was cast. oh I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The GATE. Here we are in heaven, yes, oh, you are mine, you are mine. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.